With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Stop. Hammer time. My name's Phil Whelans, and uh, with me this week, as always, Jim Grant. Good evening. Hello, Jim. Hello. Everything all right? Uh, beautiful. Good, good. Yeah. Are you in a celebratory mood? Absolutely. Celebratory I still, mood? I'm still on cloud You're nine. still on a high? I'm still, still on a high. high. I am. Uh, I believe you have a poem for us. Uh, later on, yes, oh, yes, That's yes, I do. Know. Good to I know. Do. Also joining us, uh, a, f- a very favoured guest of the show, our radio producer, uh, George Mann. George, you are also uh, part of the West Ham ISIS. West, West, Ham, West Ham ISIS. West Ham, West Ham, West Ham ISIS. That's that is how we seen by the club, the West Ham ISIS. So called ISIS. West Ham Woohoo Independent Supporters Association. Yes. Islamic Supporters Association. Yes, that's what it is. I am the Mullah Omar. Yes, yes. Good, good. Good. Do you make videos and We might be moving into that. But we won't be wearing orange. Threatening threatening the West. Threatening the West Ham. You don't want to be taken out by a drone. No, no, no. That's quite possible. Do you think uh, David David Sutherland will clearly have drones in the premises? He's so wealthy, and you imagine <laughs> yeah. Jack, Jack. Oh, Jack's got to be a drone fan. The second Maplin started selling jo- drones for like 149 quid, <laughs> he's down and bought like yeah. six. Um, yeah. yeah, mainly to copy people's homework. They just fly through <laughs> the window of a boy that's good at maths at his school. Yeah. Um, yeah. And talking of maths, we're mathematically safe. Yes, we are. And physics yes, and chemistry. Yes. <laughs> we're, all the, we're safe as far as religious, yeah. edu- yeah. religious education, we're safe there. We are. All of the subjects, we're safe. and you should know that, Jim, yeah. because you're a teacher. Yeah, not sure about PE, though. PE, we're safe. <laughs> oh, are we? Oh, good. Yeah, we're yeah. safe. Yeah, yeah definitely. Excellent. Metal work, we're safe. Good, yeah, yeah. good. Home economics, yeah, safe. good. Good. But mathematically is the one, and we're safe mathematically. That's the most important Now, we're going to be one. talking about, there's two games to talk about. There's the Stoke game, uh, none of which That will be difficult, because we didn't go to that. By any of us, but we might be able, we might be able to we, intuit some observations about absolutely it. Absolutely, we? we might. I saw some highlights on Match of the Day. So well, did I. Know, six and, seconds and Sky, I saw, some, I saw yep. the Sky. IU has that overhead, doesn't he? Yes. Uh, which yeah. is a good overhead, it which is, the keeper yeah, does well is. to say. Yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, Butland does well yeah, to say. Yeah, I mean, we obviously created enough chances to have won that game it, was, yeah. it would sound like as nil nils go it did sound like a reasonable game not a bad game yeah yeah I watched a, a wedding of a West Ham fan about 10 miles away from... Maddeningly about 10 miles away from the ground. We were yeah. just hoping the game was going to get switched to Sunday so we could see it on the way down. But uh, yeah, yeah. did it happen? No. Um, so uh, there were quite a few West Ham fans there and... Um, Luckily, uh, we all managed to put our phones away for the, uh, the actual oh, ceremony good, yes, itself. Yes. But the ceremony is brief good. and short, so uh, we were able to sort of uh, say, hello, Dan, hello, Sarinda, congratulations. But, uh, we, you know, five of us gathering, gathering around a phone as a, as, a, as a video printer rolled in. It was a good seat to watch it. I was at a wedding uh, when we played... I was at a wedding in Dublin when we played... Uh, when England played Spain in the Euros in 96. 
Oh, wow, yeah, okay. Where Stuart Pierce scores Pierce, his penalty, penalty and goes, Was that that game? Yeah. Oh, were you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We didn't deserve to win it, did we? There's we didn't like, deserve to win they it. They scored a perfectly they good perfectly goal, didn't goal didn't they? They were called offside. And a couple of other slices of fortune went our way in that game, didn't they? It was just a It was a fantastic game, though. A bit of was it a good game to It was a time that... England just never did anything anywhere. It was no, yeah, it, it was just an amazing time. Well, the Scotland and Holland games were were you know yeah. fantastic, weren't they? So so you know that it was a good tournament. And actually, the you know the game against Germany was a fantastic game of football. Was I was there for that one? Were you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had a ticket for that. I was I was writing on uh, the sort of ill-fated revival of Saturday Live with Lee Hurst uh, presenting it and. Uh, um, because the Euros were on at the time. I think we even, I think Sol Campbell, because he was sort of injured at that time, not playing for England, he came on the show. And uh, because Lee Hurst did that, that you know, the sports have, I think, it's all over. They think it's all over. Um, mm. Although he's got no interest in sport. You know, nominally he he but identified he, he, as a West, yeah, Ham West Ham fan. fan yeah. But he, he never went to football at all. But mm. tickets used to come in for games, you know, to the show. And... Uh, they went there's two tickets for for England Germany uh, tonight. Uh, anyone want them? And uh, I was like, yeah. The, the, what, what they wanted was Lee. You know, they wanted yeah. Lee plus one other. And I was like, come on, Lee, let's go. And he's kind of going, nah, nah. I'm, I'm, go, I'm going to the cinema with my girlfriend tonight. And I'm like, oh, come on, come on. Two tickets are waiting for this game. You know, and it's like Jesus wept. And uh, and he went, why don't you? Because I I have a shaved head too. And went, <laughs> why don't you go and say you're me? And I'm like, I don't think I can blag my way in there. And you know, the no. second I'm caught out, and they go, you're not Lee Hurst. That's the, the whole jigs up. What a nightmare. Those two. Yeah. I was really. I've never quite forgiven him. My brother me. went to that game. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Good game. Gaza yeah, sliding in. Yeah, the sliding Gaza in. Gaza sliding yeah. in. Yeah, and, and he just breaks his stride, yes. doesn't he? Yes. He breaks his stride for some odd reason because yeah. he thinks the goalkeeper's going to get it or something. Yeah. The goalkeeper dies out. Mm. Not his fault. I mean, yeah. And I was at a wedding for the uh, second playoff final in Cardiff that, that we came up. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I was oh, gosh, I forgot you yeah. went there. I was at a wedding in Leicester. Because I went to the first one. The first the one. The palace one. And you didn't wear anything claret and blue, and we lost. And we lost, yes. Yeah. Jim, yeah. Jim so I've never forgiven you for that. Enormously superstitious man, Jim Grant, blames me for our first. I blame the atrocious performance from the team. <laughs> I bet they're free for not giving the penalty. Uh, when Neil went down fucking Shipperley. Neil Shipperley. Oh God! Uh, did we? There was an unclaimed penalty in that game. There was a Carrick in the first half. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was right in front of us, and um, it was a penalty. Yeah, it was sort of my text was going mad. You know, yeah. yeah. It's a but we were we were terrible that day. Now we, we were we didn't we were. yeah it just didn't turn up did we? An ocean going liner sailing through our defence the size of Neil <laughs> Shipley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it just allowed it to happen. It was a shockingly poor game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was at this wedding in Edinburgh oh, right, when, okay. we, uh, when we won the second game. Yeah, the Preston game. game was good. I've got a very good friend who's a Palace fan, and um, he we met up afterwards and. Uh, he couldn't smile because all he was thinking about was the humiliation they were going to face next year. <laughs> and I saw that I was very. Uh, my wife's a Charlton fan, so I was there at Charlton when they got relegated, which gave me immense amounts of pleasure. Oh, oh, poor Charlton. Oh, the complexities of sort of football schadenfreude. They're, yeah. They're, 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 they're rich, aren't they? They're, well, we were talking yeah, about that in the yeah, pub, weren't we? Friends yeah, we yeah, have. Yeah, it's, I find it hard. If I've got a really good friend who supports another club, you know, really close, I do find it a little bit hard to kind of properly hate, hate that mm, club. Mm. Even if I did before I, I got to know them as a friend. So I have a really, really dear friend who's very ill at the moment, who's a Liverpool fan. And it, I've, I really used to detest Liverpool, massively detest them. We were talking and about we uh, all grew up when they were massive. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you, yeah, you just really hated them because they were the kind of, you know, when we were kids, they were the Manchester United, weren't they? The, the, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. And um, now I find it, I can't quite bring it in my, find it in my heart to hate them that much. I don't, I don't hate them that much. I I I have a lot of good friends who support uh, Spurs, but I I identify a certain type of Spurs fan, and I think there's a lot of them that makes me hate them. And, and what they, what what this is yeah. with Spurs fans is this childish. It's like a child with an ice cream. There, when they get an ice cream, yeah, I win I'm a match. Sorry. They're like, "This is brilliant! I got an ice cream, the best thing in the world." Then the ice cream falls on the pavement, and they 
they try to take the manufacturer of the ice cream to call. And, <laughs> you know, everything's everything's like sat the manager. We're rubbish. We yeah. shit. We're the worst club of the world. If they lose one game, then they win one game, and they're like, we're the best team in the world. These are the best. I, they have that childish sort of memory, which which I really don't think me. I could have a really good friend as a spy. I, I just that would be, if I. I know, I know. I have acquaintances, people who I work with. I get on perfectly well, but I could never become a deep, close friend of theirs. Do you know what the difference is? The difference between those that actually go and have been going since they were kids, yeah, and the ones that watch on TV and chirp on and mouth yeah. off. I know a famous radio presenter, and I won't name him now, but he. Bruno most, Brooks. No, no, no. The most, the most plastic, <laughs> irritating Spurs fan. Bruno Brooks. Oh, and he sorry. goes on and on and on and on, but he never goes. He never goes. And I've got uh, another guy, you know, a guy mm. lives in Brefton Green. Kit Jensen. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's about the only club he hasn't supported. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, he's a teacher in, in Haggerston, a really tough school. Ah. And he, and, but he's been, I've known him since he was like 18. He's always gone. Yeah, he's yeah, all, yeah. We always have reasonable conversations apart yeah. from the time we tried I think that is the thing isn't it I mean I, I've never met the Spurs fans that really go to be honest I've only ever met the, the, that sort of armchair type and they are they do they have this they have, they have a sense of entitlement don't they they have a sense of sort of smug kind of cockiness that oh, well, instantly dissolves into kind of uh, or, you know, sack our manager do, you know, whatever yeah. and and you, they are the kind of they, they, you can't have that you can't have that reasoned normal football conversation uh, well, they also them, I the, find but they know. have this obsession with being a big club yes. being yes, seen to be a big club and you go so what does it mean big club no. you're just parroting the words big club big club till it has no meaning at yeah, all absolutely what is it that you think a big club is what does it do I remember a phone in when we beat them in the 90s some point where yeah. in the early 90s we used to finish above them quite a lot yeah and on 6.06, in the car home from the game, a Spurs fan uh, going, um, yeah, well, I think they won that game, but uh, they didn't actually win it. We won that game because we're, we're a big club. We're always a big club. And you know, Danny Baker's literally going, you won the game that you just lost. You think you won it. He's going, yeah, of course, we, we're a big club. West Ham will never be a big club. We're a big club. Every time we play them, we just, we, it doesn't matter. The result doesn't matter. We're just a bigger club than them. We're a big club. And, you know, it's just this insane big yeah. club. You know, it's like that thing when you say a word over and over and over again until it becomes meaningless and you think, is that really an actual word? They just bleat big club, big club yeah. over again. And, mm. and they want people to go, yes, yes, you are. You mm. are a big club. So we should talk about... I suppose this is appetite because we are talking, <laughs> we're going to talk about that game. Yeah. Now, um, George, you had a very unique experience at that game in that your son was, uh, he, was um, he was a mascot. He was. He was a mascot. Yeah. He walked out with Cheka Coyote. He had a brilliant time. Amazing. He's fantastic. He's six years old, and um, we got a late call from a friend of a friend and mm-hmm. said, you know, what do you fancy? And it We're was, down uh, a mascot. We're down a mascot. Down do you want to come in? He said, yep. Yeah. It was, it was going to be... You, very briefly, you put on a pair of shorts. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> a little schoolboy cap. Well, I think you would have noticed me. <laughs> but, um, no, he went along. He walked out with Cheka Coyote. He had a little training session before. And it was, uh, you know, and he was just absolutely made up Fantastic. by the whole thing. He went into the dressing room. He can't. We've got to buy a new kit now because his old kit was signed by all the players. Ah, they will brilliant. do anything to generate revenue. So <laughs> yeah, a, you know, yeah, yeah. they all had a fist bump with Slavan. So oh, he, you know, he thinks it was brilliant. amazing. And if the if his evening would have finished at eight o'clock, eight o one, it would have been amazing. Fantastic. Yeah, but yeah. then and then, then it go, went on to be even more marvelous. Just the most brilliant. amazing thing. Well, I couldn't go and see that. Uh, no, that's no, a I real shame. It's a real shame because I think you missed the first truly magic night at this new place mm-hmm. I mean it was good the win against Chelsea was was was, was good but that kind was of good. in a way the edge was taken off it by the you know kind of the silly argy-bargy and the kind of media yeah. obsession with it and so on it was the League Cup as well it, and, and it was the fact that this game mattered so much to them and to us and it, just the occasion and it was it's very intense fabulous. as well it was, it was intense so football. intense mm. Mm. it was intense football and yeah. I said you know I, I because of the mascot thing I you know I obviously with was with the lad until about 10 past seven. Then I sort of walked to the public area and, and grabbed myself a quick pint and you could just, you could just feel it, you know, and Great. because the alcohol ban ran the stadium, there were a lot more people inside the stadium at seven o'clock. Right. Right. And it just felt, you know, everyone was up for it and everyone, you know, every, everyone's actually strangely happy. There was none that kind of, that yeah. nice, because you know, where they put the mascots bizarrely is right next to the Spurs fans. So, but yeah, you know, it just felt, it felt like a right atmosphere for a football game. It felt yes. it didn't. It didn't. Yeah, you know, I don't think anyone was going to lob a bottle or anyone was going to no. kick off. It just felt two 
teams who really wanted to go at each other and they did. And mm. we, were, oh, we were in their faces, really intense, pressed. Uh, just, everybody played out their skins, really. I thought it was yeah. a fantastic performance and we really deserve, we kind of ground them down. And I was expecting, the first half was, you know, we'd, we'd done really well, but we'd had some kind of opportunities that not, we'd not taken mm. and survived a bit of a scare. Um, when um, Adrian kind of sort of shinned it over the bar a bit luckily um, so there was, a bit, there was about five minutes before half time I yeah. thought they're just getting into yeah this. that's what uh, I uh, thought it's exactly uh, what I thought yeah. I just thought you know if we get to half time we stand a chance and I just yeah. I mean and we did and you know I thought yeah. half time we saw you know there, there was a bad injury or there was, about, there was a couple of nasty stamps and whatever else so I thought yeah. it was good about five six minutes when it was only two minutes I think for the end of the first half I thought that would do yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got in yeah. and then we came out and we absolutely roared out in the second well half. that it's interesting you said you thought we'd back up actually I was I was sort of thinking oh we've we've been as good as we can be mm-hmm. and I thought oh no they've got to raise their game the Spurs they got they hadn't you know I think we'd stopped them playing to an extent yeah. but they also hadn't been they hadn't been at it as much as they a bit like Everton bit, bit, very like the Everton game yeah. in that respect and I thought oh no we're going to have a shit storm to face in the first 10 minutes and it wasn't we came out on the front foot and we got at them from the work Go, no, a couple of the a uh, couple of the sort of uh, um, uh, match day articles that that I that I read uh, um, the reports sort of said that Spurs, it felt like in the second half Spurs slightly ran out of ideas as if they'd kind of totally. in the first half were going right we've done everything we can to try and beat this team uh, we're slightly out of ideas now and you see that sometimes don't you if, yeah. if a kind of a game plan isn't working a team yeah. slightly goes into a bit of a kind of existential funk going well I don't really know what to do we're do- we're already doing it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how we can change this up. No, and and uh, you know there was some f- individually there were some 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 out of their skin performances well, from people like Caleri um, who yes. gave Vertonghen and and Alderweireld the absolute run around all night. I mean he worked. Sounds and worked like and he was worked. really he was playing with yeah. The it was such a shame he didn't. He had a, he made a chance for himself to score. Ah, if he, you know, he just needed to slot it low, and but he just hit it at a comfortable height yeah. for Larice to save, didn't he? Because of course he did his Rabona against uh, Stoke, didn't he? Yeah, uh, and that, that's I mean, been much criticised. Yeah, it? I think. I mean, it, it looked to me that that like it, it was the idea that sprang into his head by which he could hit it on his right foot, on his uh, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the foot he wanted to kick it with. I don't think it was as simple a chance as people are trying to claim. No, 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 that's right. It's implied that he could have just side-footed yeah, it in. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think, think that's, that's true. true. No, no I, I, the Stoke thing, you know, he could have smashed it with his left, but if he didn't feel confident, that's probably why he did it. But I, I agree with you about him on Friday night. He just ran and he ran and he ran and he ran and he just absolutely bothered. And he was able to do that because of the midfield. And I just thought Noble was fantastic. It was well, great. It was interesting, Coyote wasn't it? was fantastic. It was interesting, wasn't it, that, uh, uh, you know, Nord, Nordvite had that good game against yeah. uh, Everton when Noble was suspended. And as we sort of hoped might happen and predicted might happen. He was rewarded with the nod again against Stoke. But it's it, it was calling out for Noble to oh, come yeah. back to play yeah. Tottenham Hotspur. You know, it's like, you know that there's a player that knows what this fixture means yeah. and is going to sort of lead by example. Yeah. Did he have a good game? Yeah, really good. Really, really good. They all did, really, to be honest. Barham had his best game in a West Ham shirt, I think. Interesting. He looked, he looked good. Lanzini was fabulous. Finding space, running all night. Um, Cresswell was was back to back to something yeah, near his what, best. Wasn't where's he? that Cresswell been all, yeah, exactly. all year? Where really? has it he was, been? Uh, yeah, it was. You know, the, um, but I would well, say r- back, right at the top of that, those that back three have been these last few games absolutely magnificent. Reed mm-hmm. is a Reed is a fabulous footballer. Yeah, and uh, Font played well, and and you know, get, and 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 really allowed Barham to move forward with confidence, didn't he? So the, the system worked mm-hmm. worked really well. And they Collins had, did his things about throwing himself on any grenades. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, out. and he wins everything in the air. So Kane was Kane was winning nothing on the ground against Reed, and he was winning nothing in the air against uh, Collins. Let's carry on with this chat after this message. Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well, no, that's that's the acting. From behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. 
such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. Welcome back. Um, yeah. We were talking about the the uh, the game against Spurs. Yes, yeah. uh, yeah, so so you know uh, the obviously as, as I said I didn't go, but the it seemed like we 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 had little possession relatively. We had something like 30, it was about thirty eight percent, but it yeah, was yeah. one of those games where you know quite often that happens in the Premier League now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. They, they had a lot of possession that they couldn't do anything with. There was a lot of them passing it sideways. They didn't really penetrate that that much that often, and when they did, you know, Adrian was there. You know, defence coped with it pretty well. The very brief highlight when I got in on Sky Sports of our goal showed um, West Ham players just flooding their penalty area. Yes, so, like three guys yeah. have a go before yeah. Lanzini hits it. Yeah. You know, and that's very telling, isn't it? It's like exactly we are peopling their penalty area. That's right. and we haven't played like that at home this season. No. We haven't had that intensity. Um, you know, last season we we we, we against the, especially against the big bigger teams, better teams. We played a lot like that. That goal that. Um, uh, well, both the, the first two goals against Liverpool away last season. When Lanzini scores, there's six. Well, you can't. There's six West Ham players in the box away at Anfield. Mm-hmm. You know, we we were, they weren't expecting that. That that goal. That's the second goal that Sacco scores against Man City. You know, it's a it's a chatty, scrappy goal. But we've got players in and around it mm-hmm. and wanting it more than the defence. That hasn't happened at home this season, has it? And how was I you? Great, I thought. Great. I mean, I, I've been, I've been, I, I, I've he's been starting to show a little bit a of little what bit. he is, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, he's a of... number two striker, isn't he? That's yeah, what he yeah. is. You know, well, he's he's when 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 Lanzini's on song and Lanzini's kind of central to building stuff up. They, they you know, there were some lovely little bits of interplay in that Everton game, weren't there? Yeah. They're, they're sort of like, yeah. you know, good players can be extremely shit when everyone around them is shit because they just can't do what they do. Mm. You know, when la- like last season when we had Lanzini, Paye and Cresswell especially, uh, they're both tricksy, you know, little back heels and give and goes and all that stuff. And it feels like IU gets how to play that well, way. You, but quite often just there's no one around him, you know. You to, also to feel do. he's taken, you know, he's injured for a lot of the season, wasn't he? So... He, you feel he's only really hitting full match fitness yeah. now. And he was injured. He was in Africa for yeah. the yeah, uh, Cup yeah, of yeah. Nations. Got malaria. <laughs> Did he? I, I yeah, yeah, I, I think, think so. so, yeah. so yeah. So, no, I, I think he's, he's come into it. And he's had a good run of three or four games. Yeah. So he's looked a real threat. And um, given you know, our other striking situation, that's not been a bad thing. No, no, no. I mean, uh, you know, that overhead against Stoke was a good effort. Good yeah, it was a good, it was a good, yeah. was yeah. a good piece of quick thinking and yeah. um, executed very well. He's got energy and he chases things. You know, that, that was that was what was so impressive about about it was just the attitude. And so I think you know it was a massive message. I think of, of from a team that was clearly playing for the manager. Clearly, there's you, you didn't get that sense from that performance and, and the Everton you can add that to that there was a real sense that they, they were up for it and, and, and engaged and, and back in the manager I feel and they said a lot of them said that afterwards didn't they mm-hmm. and yet you still feel somehow he's, he's been over the recent weeks sort of subtly sort of undermined really uh, yes, I don't really I don't pay attention to a lot of that stuff no. and I, I think the I mean the there was a piece in the Guardian on Wednesday morning. Jacob which, Steinberg's please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I enjoyed that. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, no, it's, it's, no the, this was the news article that said basically he's got two games to prove himself. Oh, right. oh no, 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 that's different. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no Jacob, I, we'll, we'll talk about Jacob's yeah. piece later on, but and I just thought the, the whole thing, there was a, you know, it was a big splash in the Guardian and it wasn't by Jacob, it wasn't by anyone who's no. particularly connected to it. I can't remember who wrote it. It's just a piece but of, But it yeah. was clearly somebody had had a conversation yeah. with the club. You just thought, how is that helpful two days before mm-hmm. Spurs to mm-hmm. yeah. put that above his head? It's just absolute no. nuts. And, yeah. you know, and it's, it's been in and out of the standard as well with Ken yeah. Dyer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he's not going to be at the end of the season. Oh, oh they're, you know, they're the massive vault face, both written by the same journalist mm-hmm. who's you know, kind of getting instructions and uh just getting they're all getting so tabloidy aren't they anything that's a potential you know story that they can sort of run with uh west ham manager but they're not making it up 
N- n- no, but there's no. It's coming from inside the club. You know, That's this what of, I mean. You know, this, yeah. you know, as we say, a coalition of chaos. Yeah. Sort of, you know, bringing in this situation where you you need strong and stable leadership, and what yeah. you're getting is you're getting, yeah. you know, getting this whole idea where Bilic is picking up a paper and he's been undermined. Yeah. Twice, three times a month. Yeah, yeah. It's um, you know, I I, I think, uh, and I've said before on this podcast, I think uh, you know, uh, uh, everything, every every mistake he's made this season, and I think he's made mistakes, <laughs> positions him to be the person to carry the club on as long as he, you know, understands the mistakes he makes. Uh, he's made and he's not a stupid man. And I think he, I think he will understand, you know, what the errors were over the summer and the areas that need sort of strengthening. Yeah. I think... Um, because uh, he got it tactically right on Friday. Um, yeah, he got the team motivated playing for him and they got a very well-deserved win. And the atmosphere in the ground, I mean, it was, that was the, as I say, it was the first real proper... West Ham night at that ground. I, I think. think he's had a, 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 quite, a quite a season of um, of lessons to have taken on board. He's shown an ability this season to change formation uh, quite yeah. often um, with a very positive result. From Palace going from three at the back to four four two. And then there was a game later in the season where he did the other way around. He started with four four two and then went to three at the back. And both of those, that might have been West Brom, could have been the West Brom game. Mm. I'm not sure. I was um, game. Yeah, and so he did. So so he did the opposite. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you yeah. know. So so um, it's not like he sort of defaulted to a favoured formation. He he went from one to the other and yeah. then vice versa in two games. And I think he's. Um, you know, he tried that three three at the back early in the season, and then felt the you know that the defence had sorted out its kind of um, its completely disastrous opening to the season. So then he did go back to four four two, but then he's been going back to he's he's been trying three five two again to to you know release by sort of our wing backs, mm. and um, it shows that he's willing to kind of change things up. And also the other thing that's been quite successful in that defence over the last few games has been the return of Adrian. Yeah, I, and I think you know Rand, he, he you talk about his mistakes. He did stack, stick with Randolph for too long. Yeah, and, and Adrian coming back behind that you know that three just seems to have worked. And then, yes. Yeah, it was probably my, one of my moments of the season was the uh, Hollywood pose after the save. Yes. Yeah, what yeah, was that? Yeah, I saw yeah, a still yeah, photo yeah. of that. What happened there? Well, basically, he just he, he, he kind of he made a he made a bit of a scramble. <laughs> was then it the, late on in the game? It was, it was yeah, late in the second yeah, half, he, and, the, and the ball was about to go. He, over he, the was, line ke- for he a kept corner. he kept the ball from going out for a, uh, for a corner, and then did a kind yeah. of beach style. Yeah, pose. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I you yeah. know we've said before on this podcast that he was very unfairly scapegoated by those early games. I thought because he I because the whole the because the defense the was just a shambles. You know the 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 away at West Brom, the away at Man City, the home to Watford. You know we're getting beat, beat three and four because the defense just doesn't know. He had he had a complete bizarre game against Stoke, the Stoke at home. Yeah, Stoke for the at home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I, I don't think that the whole of that day wasn't terrific, but I think that then Randolph was given so much more rope. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, there was times that clearly you know he was he just lost confidence. He's kind of lost control of his limbs at points. So, yeah. and, and we, people, you know, he's probably about a month. He played about a month too long before. Uh, bringing the thing about back. Randolph is, is he didn't come off his line quickly. He didn't come on. He doesn't come on the box. I mean, he, he decent shot stopper, but as soon as he stopped shopping, stopping shots, then there was really no reason to keep him in the side. And he, and, and he, he, well, you're right. He was kept in too long. Definitely. And he's, Adrian is a bigger personality as well. Yeah, and it's also, yeah. you know, it's a point just made by the yeah. H list, Jim on the H list, yeah. just saying about how, you know, he, Adrian was just stopping shots on Friday that you didn't have confidence that Randolph would have done so. So, yeah. Also, Randolph had an unnerving uh, habit of just, of, of, you know, diving to his left or right, but then just palming it two yards out into yeah. the path of an oncoming mm. player and mm. there were times when one of ours got to it first which mm. was fine but there was one for the against Spurs yeah. the Deli Alley just I think it's Deli Alley just tucked mm. away I mean Adrian had a wobbly moment in the first half which was effectively their best chance where he kind of spilled a shot and it but it, it bounced quite a long way away from him in this particular yeah. case and then he kind of saved uh, and there was a block and then he saved saved the cane shot with his leg and it? you know you thought oh god they felt like you, they were building up a head of steam at that point 
But that was it. That was the only real uh, major talking, scare. Wasn't talking it? of goalkeepers, there was a, a, a clip that was on the you know the Facebook page um, that goes with this podcast that quite a few people put up of, of Loris just going through Lanzini at one point. And I think the fact that his knee makes contact no, with the ball first of all is 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 that that's not what fouls used to be. And now they are. Oh, I think microscopically he just got to the ball first before he literally cut the bloke into. It's not a foul. Probably Schumacher might actually get to the ball first in that disastrous challenge on the French bloke but it doesn't matter it's just like you if you hurl your body just at another player like wrestling from the fucking 70s like Jackie Palo on Mick McManus <laughs> that's cool that's a yeah, foul I mean definitely. it doesn't, doesn't matter if, that, if on the way you if that to... challenge had been a midfielder on another midfielder yeah. in the centre circle yeah. it would have been at least a yellow card yeah, we didn't yeah. even get a free kick no it was extraordinary it was extraordinary I think. Uh, that was is interesting because the first half I sat with the other mascots uh, behind the goal, and that happened right in front of us. And there was just no way. And not, I was faced by a rank of six-year-olds just turning around looking <laughs> and going, what the? Explain that, adult. Mr. Adult. It was, um, and it was just it was utterly bizarre. You have the opportunity to form young children's <laughs> minds by going, oh, now what's um, happened there? It's yeah. called a foul. <laughs> and then suddenly it's like alternative facts. Yeah. yeah. But the fact that you sense that Taylor was playing with a Spurs shirt underneath his black one for the first half, at least, anyway, did help galvanise the atmosphere again in the crowd. I mean, when yeah. bad decisions, when decisions just clearly seem to be going against you all the time, it does get it does he, get people people up, you know. Uh, Noam from KMB has got a particular dislike of Mr. Taylor. Oh, Gordon! <laughs> but yeah. but I have to say that yeah. you know that could have been. 10 against 9 by the end of the first half. Well, yeah, I mean, Noble was possibly a little bit... Oh, really, was uh, We couldn't see that very clearly from where yeah. we were, but I think, you know, yeah, we saw it again. Uh, but, it was, yeah, there was uh, the alley yeah. as well. There was a stamp yeah. as well. So, I mean, you know, yeah, I think he did well to keep 11 players on until yeah, half-time. Yeah. I think he preferred... I always prefer players to stay on the pitch to a certain yeah. extent because yeah, it, it spoils a game doesn't it you know, but. but we're safe now uh, we are and, uh, we are. Um, yeah. you know moving moving forward we uh, yes Bilic I mean I think uh, you know he, he is best he is best positioned to to, oh, to take the club I'm, forward I'm and I think he will as well discussion, to be honest yes I think he will as well but um, yeah. I think you need you, you do need a period of stability because you know last year we had obviously we had you know the move but also you know you imagine that what was going on behind the scenes was dominated by the move so yeah. team building recruitment obviously took a, a bit of a back step because yeah. they had to get the stadium ready for yeah. um, ready for a, a, a club and this year it just needs to be thoughtful considered yeah. recruitment and not saying we could sign somebody for 30 million pounds on no, no. on August the 28th no, and that wow. you just you just need to ha- have a plan and you hope that they have got a plan they've got a head of recruitment they've mm. you would hope so definitely yeah because yeah. i think we yeah. um i mean if if you were you know Lanzini's performance uh, on friday made you you know, realise it was quite the quite glaring sort of reality that that's that's possibly the kind of the world class player in the side. I would mm. say that I would say that you know, Kiati is a top draw player. Winston Reid is Definitely. is absolutely yeah. Yeah. a kind of top half of yeah. the Premier League, yeah. you know, sort of player. And you don't need a team full of them. Often, you know, teams full of superstars don't play particularly well together, as as mm. Arsenal prove again and again and again. But, yeah. um, but I mean, that our sort of world, uh, you know, our real world class set of players, I don't think there's many. Kiyati, Lanzini, mm. um, Winston yeah. Reid, um, you know, that, that, that might be it. I think, I think Font Ob- has been in his day, but he's yes. on, his, on his way down. I think down. Bonner is possibly a kind yeah, of world-class no, central defender. Quality, you know, really good. And, and so there is, a, you know, the encouraging thing about that is that there is a kind of spine there of, yeah. of, of yeah. you know, sort of strong right, players. You've got to get, we have to find a goal scorer. Somehow, yeah. some way. You have yeah. to find, yeah, a regularly fit goal scorer as well. Yes, um, exactly. I, 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 Lanzini felt like Lanzini grew up on. Friday, there was, he's always promised a lot, and I just oh, thought there was, it was just a, yeah. it was just different performance. It was a different level of performance for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done, I, I just I think, yeah. but I think he's been great all season. To yeah. be honest. He's I dynamite, really and he's fantastic. very young. You know, 
Um, Obviously, Obiang as well is a yes, sort of. Obiang is a very. I think yeah. he's a hot prospect. I think yeah. you know, it'd be, yeah. it would be good to hang on to him and for him to just play every game of every uh, season. As we're talking about Lanzini, Lanzini should we do the, the, the Jim? The you have poem. a poem. Yeah, a poem about yes, Poetry Lanzini. Corner returns. <laughs> Excellent. Um, because uh, if you remember, Poetry Corner was. You, well, I you was the yeah, last. you were holding up the end. I, I yes. kept the plate spinning. Did, of Poetry Corner. Was that your John Cooper Clark? Yeah, it was my John Cooper Clark. He's very good at the John Cooper Clark thing. He's very, very good. Well, it's the only poem. It's the only rhyme scheme I know. Very good. The A A A B. Yeah, yeah. I don't worry about scheme. Just uh, kind of no. make it up. Um, You're like uh, a beat poet oh, from I am the 50s. <laughs> a little bit. You're yeah. like Allen Ginsberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw um, our nation's <laughs> greatest players. <laughs> that Indeed, I don't know. How? I can't remember. However, um, well, regulars will know there hasn't been a, from from me anyway a poetry corner. Uh, this season, I, I lost uh, the move. Seemed to deprive me of oh. inspiration. I've, I, I lost. Yeah, no, no, no. So this poem is like partly about kind of yeah. Friday night brought the inspiration back. So it's a yeah. kind of partly. It's partly about getting the inspiration back, but it's also partly a kind of just just having a go at Spurs fans. Really, that's all we've got time for. And stop. <laughs> uh, all right, Jim. Should we go for off it? Go. Let's 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 okay. hear it. Uh, Lanzini's only teeny, but he's been immense this season. And he's the reason I can rhyme again. Because it is then, that moment when he smashes it past Loris, I feel release from months of grumps. When Manu thumps it home, the soulless bowl becomes a thunderdome. When he finishes emphatically and runs ecstatically to celebrate, my soul vibrates. I'm suddenly infected with the buzz of 50,000 irons electrically connected. And when Fletcher nearly scores and the West Ham family roars when the ref blows for full time and I'm singing that it's happened again, that's when I think... You know what, Tots? It's happened a lot of late. Your deluded asses served you on a plate. And so to all you surly spurs who fucked off early, so all of you really, to your sad North London haunts, to type with petty fingers your whingy little torts, I say bollocks to your smug sense of entitlement. Here's some enlightenment. It's not our cup final, so change the fucking vinyl, you intestinal worms. You're like the gastric germs that gave your lot the trots, the shits we laughed ourselves to bits at. Did we grin? You betcha when Carl, not Ashley Fletcher, slipped one in like a suppository up your collective arse oh how we laughed when Yossi showed his class his mercurial inspiration and went through your defence like a colonic irrigation oh nice 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 work Jim nice lovely lovely homoerotic words about Lanzini there lovely a homoerotic I'm in uh, love with him panegyric to, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. to Lanzini yeah. there it started, it started off quite gently and changed it, quite yeah, yeah, yeah. very angry didn't it yeah, yeah, it turned yeah, yeah, it turned yeah yeah, yeah. 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 started off sort of Coleridge and yeah. ended up sort of, what, yeah. Yeah. you just yeah. wait if Reading go up Hunter S. Thompson yeah, yeah. Ended, up, ended up graffiti in a toilet <laughs> it was uh, yeah. yes marvellous yeah. excellent stuff Jim yeah. excellent stuff um, so yes, uh, curious, I mean, we're going to, we'll, we'll doubtless have one of these after the Liverpool game that we play at the weekend, but, mm. uh, you know, there was, uh, we're talking of Jacob's, uh, Jacob yeah. Steinberg, who, who's a, uh, very frequent guest on, on this show. In fact, yeah. I, I, you know, I saw if he could come and join us this evening, but okay. he's, he's busy, uh, to talk about the article, but, um. Uh, you know, it's a very astute article. It simply states a lot of facts. Quite, it's quite it's sort of taken uh, by various people to to be a. I hate the board. They're shit, uh, but I don't think it is. I think it's a presentation of the issues and the sort yeah, of facts. I think it's a reasonably well balanced yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it says you know it's. Uh, the difficulties behind achieving what we want to achieve. Yeah. Um, you know, balanced with, um, balanced with the fact that it was hard to turn down the offer of that huge yeah. stadium. I wonder if he'd have written it after Friday, it would have been True. slightly more optimistic in tone. I don't know, but I don't know. I, I, there's even if we couldn't turn down the stadium and even if we found ourselves in the situation where we don't own the stadium, I think it could be handled better. I think the whole situation yeah. is, you know, it has been a chaotic year, you know, with the Pyatt stuff, the changes in the management structure, you know, Angus Kinnear's left. Uh, Paul Cox was there as the director of media for what seemed to be about three months. So there's, you know, there's no kind of, there's, there has been changes beyond mm. what had to be done. Mm. And I hope that 
what we've learned from now that we can have sort of an 18 month period of stability where the club tries to run itself on a professional footing yeah. and starts from my point of view listening to the fans about some of the problems there are that still need to mm. be resolved yeah and, and you know fair play you know I was speaking to a friend of mine who's a Chelsea fan whose son's in the Met and he, he had a horrible time against Chelsea but the fact is that you know when I turned up on I turned up early because of the mascot thing but you could just tell the police had it locked down they knew what they were doing the stewards yeah. knew what they were doing yeah. and why you know let's just try and make sure we have a season where people are safe people are comfortable people yeah. can enjoy the football and people can get in and out of the ground without getting mangled on, on yeah you know. yeah absolutely absolutely i mean there are certain things that are going to that are that are going to um sort themselves out just naturally because i think yeah. if people are if people have a miserable journey because you know, uh, many, many, many thousands of people turn up at one terminus at the same time. People will start coming a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. you know, or, or or finding a different, you know, way of getting or, there. Or, and, or I mean, you could manage the. I mean, I, I could go on, but you could, ma- or you could manage the process better. You could make sure that this stuff about people not being allowed into Westwood because of capacity was a load of old nonsense. Yeah, you know, I went to the, I went to the rugby league, uh, England, Australia. There was no restrictions on people going into West no, there because no. they don't want West Ham fans. So please don't con us. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I've got a friend who went to ACDC. Welcome. Come through yeah, in your yeah. leathers and your chains and your Hells Angels outfit. Yeah. Would you like a drink? Would you like a beer? Would you like a meal? That's fine. So yeah. the whole thing that this is something to do with capacity is nonsense. No, it's and that's not, what yeah. you know. That's that's part of the problem. If you can't go into the Westfield, if you can't, if there's nowhere around the ground in the immediate vicinity to have a burger, or, you know, you've got the food stands, but they're a bit rubbish. The point is then, where people will turn up late because there's no reason incentive not to no. turn up. Mm, there mm. desperately needs to be better facilities uh, for you know, particularly for eating and drinking around around the the vicinity of the stadium. Yes, around it? the ground. Yeah, I mean, Surely. you were saying, Jim, that some of those kind of uh, the German sort of stadium. Oh models, God, they've like, got it sorted. Uh, you know, absolutely. The, the people kind of go there early in the day because there's yeah. a, just you know, and they hang around the after as well. Yeah. And there's really good food stalls and there's beer. And I mean, there was beer in the ground in Germany. They've got mm-hmm. people coming on with tanks of the bloody stuff on their back to serve you up in the stand. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. they've just got it sorted. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, probably, standing at both ends. Yeah, that's probably never going to be quite the case in the UK. But no. uh, but but it is still more an enlightened yeah. attitude that they make yeah. to place your because at the moment it's, it's just such a grey, desolate, especially in the yeah. winter months, just a grey, desolate building site that around the stadium that people yeah. just want to get in and yeah. out, and so they all kind of turn up at the same time. But yeah, you know. Um, Hopefully, in terms of sort of acquisition play, the, the on pitch stuff, uh, our 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 recruitment, because um, I think there's new personnel involved in recruitment, isn't there? Uh, of players, I don't know, it was, it? T- it was Terry Wessel, isn't there? But yeah, I don't know who else. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, yeah, oh right, I'm there's not. Sure. You've got no, a scoop on our side. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I thought there was the man with the inside track. No, yes, no, I thought there was. I thought um, there was. A, so, um, no, I mean, I mean, one um, really important thing you, you, you hope is going to happen is, is, is that they, there's been a policy, hasn't there, of, of of building a stock of of good young players. Some of them out on loan. Um, a lot of them coming from from you know high pedigree clubs. So, so um, you know, Samuelson yeah, we've from Man snaffled, City, we've Dobson from Arsenal, players, yeah, yeah. Uh, Quiner from Chelsea, uh, Martinez Martin. from Valencia. You know, it's, and they're reaching sort of nineteen twenty. So you, you you've got to hope that they will start to come through and yeah. become much much more part of part of the scene. Um, and and the, and the Reeses, you know, as well. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, I mean, there was a question mark over Billich's ability to trust young players, I and mean, I think that's kind of what we've seen with Byram. Yeah, and that's kind of that that does worry me because I think Byram had a couple of cracking games at the Bolin, then he yes. got injured. Yeah, but you know that there was the whole thing. You know, sort of if you'd have turned up with a number two in your shirt, you'd have got a game ahead of him. And yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just ridiculous. Well, uh, well, there was that. He did. He started him, if you remember, um, part way through part way through the season. He had been a little bit injured. He started him, and he got injured immediately yeah. in the game when he yeah. started, didn't he? Yeah, he ran across and did. So his I knee, don't know. You know, then, I, you know, there was that. You know, he was available for Hull. He was available for yeah, some of the other games, yeah. and he, you know, he didn't. I, I heard someone kind of uh, quoting a kind of ITK person saying Billich just doesn't really rate him. Uh, okay. well, hopefully it'll change after yeah, know, after yeah. Friday night and you know, he'll, get a, he'll get a run out in the next, last two games. So I think he's do, I, 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 you see it. I think he's yeah. got it. I think he's a decent footballer. Well, especially in a kind of wing-back situation. It's, it's sort of, um, you know, there's been, there have been players that have been slightly badly served by uh, the formation. You know, like um, the second 
uh, Zaza's you know, declared an utter failure and shipped out. We go to four four two practically the next game. You go, if that had been Zaza and Carroll up front in that game, mm. that might have been, you know, because mm. we saw Zaza running around on his own uh, for practically every game he played. And similarly, you know, Byron seems to kind of suit a, a sort of wing-back formation mm. because he was a midfielder, wasn't he? He, was a, he, he played in the midfield, didn't he, yeah. was, uh, uh, at Leeds? Um, and, you know, they liked him. They thought he was very good going forward. And I think he is... Um, he's good in the other team's half, I think, Byron. He's, you know, he can play. He can play mm. a bit, as but can Masawaka. I think he's got a bit of steel as well. I mean, there's something yeah. about him that, you know, you just think he's got a bit of character. He's got that, that ability to stand up. And he's also very skillful. I remember the first time, you know, he came on in the half time. I can't remember what the game it was at least first game yeah. in January at the Berlin. Yeah. The ball st- span up in the air and he just was killed it. Man- was yeah. it was man- was it man- when he did his one two with yeah. Pia. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. another ball, he span up in the air and he yeah. just killed it. Yeah. 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 No, he's good. He's good going for and he, he was good going forward on Friday. You know, no. so, yeah. Well, you think that the, the, with Masaraku and Cresswell, the left back position, you know, we've got, we've yeah. got two players in that position. Yeah. We desperately need another right back and possibly one. You know that can compete yeah. with Byron. Although I mean, you know, it, it seems very likely he might well con- continue with the back three and and mm-hmm. with Byron as a wing back. In which case, probably Byron is going to be competing with Antonio, assuming he stays for the for the right wing back position. I, I can't. Would have thought. I can't. Mm. I, I just can't. He, can't he won't play him up front. He won't play him up front. I don't think you can't play Antonio right wing back, can you? After everything we've been through, well, well, I think well, I think a wing back is is a bit different from playing full back. Well, yeah, thing. he still I mean, said he doesn't. He have hasn't played with Font. He hasn't body. played with Font behind him, or you know, and and Font was ex- absolutely superb on Friday. Well, I would really like to see him buy another right sided defender. Oh, I think I I don't disagree with yeah. you. I'm simply saying what All I think right. will happen. Well, I mean, <laughs> if that does happen, that you know, and it fucks up because one mm. of them gets injured, that will be Billich's. That will be on Billich again. No, and totally. Well, you, we've got you know, you, if you can play back three, you can't do it with you know just four. Wing back's going to be an attritional position if you do yeah. that. They, they they have to be bloody fit, don't they? Mm. To get but up yeah, and down. You've got, you've got you've Collins. Got yeah. Who's, what? How old is Collins? Thirty four. Thirty four. Yeah. Font's Same age. Yeah. Uh, Reed has suffered injuries. Yeah. Uh, Bonner has Bonner. suffered injuries. No, so that's you, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no. you'll assume it'll be it'll be your Reesberg, your Reese Oxford coming coming through. I and uh, I had a. I had a slightly drunken evening with the Bradford City commentator for Pulse FM as well, who uh, has a very high hopes for Cullen, Josh Cullen. Cullen he yeah. just is, you know, mm. that, he's won their Player of the Year again. I watched that, that playoff game, and he's, he's a busy little player, actually. He's a tidy player, I think. Well, let's hope they all come back. We have yeah, a team of English. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it'd be nice. A Brexit West Ham. To, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I suppose we probably should look forward to uh, the Liverpool game of the Liverpool, weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, after Saturday's fixture, and especially uh, Liverpool's uh, toothlessness, who they have at the weekend? Southampton. Southampton, very kind of toothless. Yeah. It sort of feels like uh, our tails could be up for this game, and uh, especially, you know, uh, we've we've sometimes disappointed when uh, when it feels like our tails should be up. It's games that we sort of we need the points. You know, we had that little spell before Spurs that weekend where you're going, you've just got to win this game, and what we're doing is drawing. Uh, we had our nil nils. There were games that we were in the position to win, like Bournemouth away that we end up drawing. Uh, games that we were, you know, drawing that we then lose. Did we lose Bournemouth away? Yes. No, we. Uh... Was it not three two? Drew. Yeah, we were no, in a winning position and drew. Bournemouth away. No, we lost. We lost. We oh, did we? Lost, okay, yeah. we're in a drawing position. We pulled and it lost. back to two two. I got it back to two yes, two, and then we lost. Then and then we lost. Yeah. And then we lost. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then there was another game around that time that we were in a position to win it, but we drew it. Was that Leicester away? No, we lost that one. Leicester at home. Okay, well, there was yeah, a game. There, you know, there, were, you there were a lot right. of wins we turned into draws yes, and draws absolutely. we turned into losses. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sunderland. Yeah, uh, Sunderland. You're thinking yeah. of Sunderland. And a run of those. A yeah, run we, of those games. we've lost more points from winning positions. Than, yeah, and, and yeah. I'm not a big fan yeah. of like, you know, the Opta life. But, uh, no. No. But, they, but they were, you know, you started to sort of slightly doubt a, a team spirit that Billich is kind of engendering in the team because yeah. it's, a, you know, it's just a collective... Um, a collective effort to get over the line and get those points that will keep you in the division that for a bunch of games in a row we seemed incapable of doing. So we'd get one point instead of the three we needed or, or none instead of the one. But the game, now this game, we're safe. We're, ab- you know, we're, in the, we're in the division. So we can enter this 
um, game, not only with a feeling that we, the performance we put in, if we do that again, we could get something out of this game, uh, but also we can play with a bit of freedom. You know, so not just grit, but a little bit of you know, sort of expression, if that's if that's at all possible. I'd sell for us playing the way we played on Friday night, to be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely, a nice strong. And yeah. against Everton, I think there was some continuity yeah. between those two performances. Yeah. So yeah, no, get that out of them. I, I was like, no Chiarty, so you feel a little bit about you know, legs in midfield might be a bit of an issue. Mm-hmm. I think um, maybe Nordvite off the bench then. Yeah, Nordvite who did who did well against Everton. Yeah, so, so yeah, hopefully. Um, but I think he deserves to do well actually because yeah, yeah, I was. Oh, it's one of these players. That my, my optimism on his arrival and it, my depression on his performance was. Uh, but yeah. he was being played out of position. He was. He a, was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he was a good strong centre back in the Bundesliga uh, sorry cent- uh, defensive midfielder in the Bundesliga yeah, yeah, and we, yeah, we yeah. played him everywhere but there yes and uh, yeah. when we have played him there he's actually looked like he a looks decent right. player yeah, so. he does, mm-hmm. yeah he looks alright so predictions uh, I just I, I, part of me feels that, that it will be a bit after the you know I think we've, we, we'll kind of breathe the collective sigh of really oh, I think we might not win this I think I'm going to go 1-1 one, 1-1 one. One, one. Mm. George I think I'd be delighted to be one one, but I think it's gonna I think we're gonna win it one nil. I think that um eight days where we stop Tottenham winning the title and Spur and Liverpool being in the Champions League yeah. is a good, oh, be, good yeah, nine would days work. It, that would turn yeah. it so into I'm gonna it, go yeah. Oh, yeah, a one nil and yeah. Caleri to get the winner finally oh, to oh, yes. please. I'd love yeah, him yeah. to score. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. he really deserves it. After his uh, yeah. heroics on Friday. Yeah. Well, I'm going, to, um, I'm going to keep going with the with with at least non pessimism, and I think I might go for two two. Okay. I'll go for 2 2. Yeah. Um, that's probably it. Is there, is there anything we missed? We, we, I mean, the story's gone now. I think, we, I think it might have happened after the last podcast we did, but the, we were, of course, raided by the police. The, 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 yes, the, the tax. The, thing. I think that yeah. might have been. Well, well I'll I tell the story I told you at the pub beforehand was that yeah. I, I'm involved with Huisa. And we were supposed to be meeting at the club on that day. And uh, we'd kind of, you know, got our ducks in a row. We organised it. And. Uh, was in work and I was looking at these things coming up on Twitter and I was saying if this isn't going to happen this is not going <laughs> to yeah, that's right yeah. the meeting is going to be cancelled it's, yeah. it's, it's a crime scene yeah. so um, no so we uh, it, it was cancelled and we'll see them next week so. my flat in Dawson uh, that I lived in for 20 years three times in those 20 years I sort of walked back from uh, Dawson Kingsland Station or from the bus stop and uh, just walking back towards my flat and there's police tape over it and loads of police cars and I'm thinking oh just, I just want to get in and make a cup of tea. And someone's been killed in my street. <laughs> happened three times. When I lived in South, going, when I lived in South London, that happened quite a lot. And it took me a little while to realise that's where they filmed the bill. Oh. So you come, you come ah. back from, you come back from Clapham right, Common, okay. and like, and then suddenly you see like Reg Hollis walking past. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And so, <laughs> not, someone, not in a mask, yeah, someone covered in a kind of tarpaulin <laughs> then gets up and goes, "Was I all right?" <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Uh, well, this has been Stop Hammer Time. My name's Phil Whelans. With me have been uh, Jim Grant, Cheerio. and George Mann. Thank you very much. Come on, you irons. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply